Hey guys, we are so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. I'm Kara Goss, online registered dietitian and health and fitness coach. And I'm Kylie Kaiser, online health and fitness coach, and we're your hosts. This podcast is all about improving yourself physically and mentally. And y'all, neither of those things can be improved with a quick fix. We are here to be real with you about your fitness and fat loss goals, your health, your mindset, and everything in between. If you're ready to open your mind to the process that self-improvement requires, instead of always looking for the next quick fix, then this is your podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to the Not Your Quick Fix podcast. It's your girls, Kara and Kylie, in the middle of a laugh fest right now. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> you guys, all right, you guys. All right, so we were starting out with a good old roast of my ex-boyfriend when he once got a Nickelback-inspired haircut. Yes, and then we got onto this tangent of the fact that everybody just decided to hate Nickelback and Nickelback has bangers. Like you tell me, you tell me Rockstar doesn't come on somewhere and you're singing every word liar. You're a liar. Right. Right. Like, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Like the, what was it? The dark horse album. Right. Yeah. I'll come for you. <laughs> that so was easily. Oh my God. MySpace songs. MySpace song after MySpace song. I was dancing to that song with the man I liked in the eighth grade at school dance. You know, it was, it was real. Oh my God. I freaking love it, dude. But so, okay. So then I said to Kylie, I said, (laughs) I said, look at this graph. And she was like, wait, I was like, have you ever seen that? And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, look at this graph. (laughs) So please. Sound off in the comments, sound off in the comments of our Instagram post this week. If you've ever seen this video of somebody made this video, like when, when was that video from? Probably like 10 years ago. Okay. Five years ago, whatever. But it's, it's Nickelback around just for- holding a graph. <laughs> so it's Nickelback. It's like somebody Photoshopped a graph onto the photograph in the, the music video photograph. And he's literally like, look at this graph. <laughs> It is not that funny, but like my sense of humor, Kylie was like, Kara. (laughs) I laughed, but I think I was laughing more at how much you're laughing. (laughs) My sense of humor is so stupid, but like, I don't even know. But yeah, please go, please go watch that video. Look up Nickelback. Look at this graph. I'm going to link it in our story next week. (laughs) Link it in the story. Yeah, we'll pop it up in the story, but yeah. Honestly, our, our caption for this week's post, when we post a picture, should just say, look at this, look at this photograph. <laughs> look at this photograph. Or we should like make a graph of like how many people gain holiday <laughs> <laughs> Look during, at this graph. And put it, put it in the picture of him holding it. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm doing it. I swear to God. You will, you will though. I will, and, oh, and only the only the real ones will know. Only the real ones will know. I'm crying. Okay. I love it. Oh Anyways, man! Yeah. Well, what else back. is new? <laughs> we we took a hiatus, like, but we always we always come in hot. We always come in hot after a hiatus. We always come in. We absolutely do. We always come in hot. I'm like, I don't even know what episode this is. I think it's 74. No, no, 75. 75. Um, yeah. So. 75 20 we're we are three so quarters close. of the way to 100 man so That's close crazy. yet so far away yeah. um <laughs> we had a hiatus because I was I was traveling and then I got sick yeah yeah and I'm, I'm still I'm still a little sniffly so if I sound weird I apologize to everyone no you sound beautiful <clears throat> I think that everyone though like I swear to god like half of my client roster right now has this like crazy cold that has lasted oh, I, I for like two cold. weeks you had the cold. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And here's the thing though. Like Kevin was super sick, like took a COVID test. It was negative. Like so many of my clients, it's like, they don't have COVID, but they have like whatever, whatever's going around, but it's lasting for forever. Yeah. Um, I, that's what I've been hearing. It's been lingering for people for like two or three weeks. 
Yeah. Um, I've been having, um, it's been pretty much just like a head cold. Like I didn't have any of like the fever or like the flu, like symptoms or anything like that, which is great. Um, yeah. it's just, I was just like kind of tired and I've just, it's all been like big time congestion and mm. just like sniffly. I had like a little bit of a cough. Um, but it's mostly yeah. just been that like nonstop, like, um, drainage for sure. And the travel doesn't help either for sure. So yeah. But I mean, not honestly, not too much has happened with me. I've had a pretty chill November. Thank God. Um, honestly, like my weekends have been really chill. I've just been taking this time to do pretty much nothing. Um, I'm celebrating two years of leaving my full-time job this weekend. So I think me and Kevin are going to do a little celebratory dinner, which is always exciting. And you know, what's so funny is that like, I I was kind of like listening back to our holiday episode like last year just to like gather some things that I think would be really helpful to talk about today. And I think that like we released that episode the same week that we're releasing this episode this year. And I was talking about how, yeah, I had just, I had left my job for one year and I was talking about how you were the one who pushed me to do it. So freaking hard. You yelled at me every week and you were like, leave your damn job. Um, So now quit your job that sucks. Quit your job that sucks, baby. So yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, and I am also going to be hosting by the time this episode comes out. So this will be out on Monday. So tomorrow I will be um, putting out the registration for a holiday webinar, how to slay your fat loss goals for the holiday season. Might change the name. I don't know it's yet. Slay, slay with like the slay. Slay with a little slay. Yep, exactly. I knew it. So I knew might- it. We might keep it, but I like um, it. yeah, so go ahead and sign up for that. That's going to be on, let me look at my calendar here. We're a few weeks out. That's going to be on November 22nd at 7 p.m. EST, a one-day webinar. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. And other than that, I'm, I've been, I've been pretty good. What about you, yeah. Kai? Any, anything new? You were in New Orleans. busy. Yeah, yeah. so freaking busy, dude. Busy. I'm about to have a chill November too. Um. Love believe it. it or not I said that about October and October was like the most least chill month I've had so right um that's I, how it took dude October was crazy uh, for me too. it was nuts <laughs> I went from no um, plans to being gone like all of October so that was just wild um yeah. but yeah I got back I went to New Orleans um for my best friend Katie's birthday and we uh, we're there on Halloween night. So we weren't there for Halloween weekend, um, which actually was probably better. Um, yeah. but basically the group of girls I went with all work in the service industry. They're all like bartenders and stuff. So weekdays are better for them. And then obviously I'm blessed to just have that flexibility. So, um, I took like one day off while I was there from clients, but otherwise I just like worked around being there. So, um, yeah, yeah I was able to celebrate with her. We did the hot, we did Halloween on bourbon street, which was crazy um I was I was unwell I was a little bit unwell for for a little bit but then I feel similar to what you were talking about earlier with somebody else is I like felt like it got me down so bad which like I was I was a little wild on Halloween but Mm -hmm. I I I was getting sick also right um so because I I was like deathly hungover and then the next day I still felt kind of like weird but I started having all the like drainage yeah I was just sick like immediately which like as we talk about alcohol weakens your immune system and shit. So I did myself mm-hmm. no favor. Um, and it was definitely like, I mean, I'm in an environment where a lot of people were there from other places, like obviously, you know, so, yeah. um, I just got back and like I said, I'm glad I wasn't more sick than I have been, but I just chilled all weekend and recovered and rested, read a whole ass book that Kara recommended to me. Heck yeah. Droid my soul. Um, oh, so read that. Gosh. I just started another one last night. Uh, I've been really enjoying getting back into reading. Um, oh my God. I, I was I... like dipping and out of it. I swear, like I, I used to read so much and then, you know, a few months ago, I just picked up like a Colleen Hoover book and I have not put the books down. Like I'm going through like a book every two days now. What's the new one that you just got? Cause you just uh, finished ugly love, which I told her to read, which is freaking amazing. So if the you other one, that, the other one you told me to read, um, Malibu rising, Malibu rising. Um, that's, uh, that's Taylor Jenkins read. Cause she's yes. the author of the book. I told you to read seven husbands. of Emily Yes. Gale. Yes. Dude, yeah. Malibu. And it's so cool because Malibu rising like ties it, into yeah. seven husbands. She's I read, so cool that how she does that. I read just the first chapter last night and recognized the, like that they're all the kids of the one guy in the thing. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, yeah, I've, I've heard that she does that through all her books. Like, it's just like little ties. Like it's like they're, you don't have to have actually read them. But right. it's yeah. like the same world. 
which I think is cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I freaking love it. So, but yeah, yeah I'm but... pretty chill. Um, this weekend going to see our pals Josh and Alexa compete. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. right. It's their peak week. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Yeah. Where are they competing at again? It's in Austin, right? No, it's it's in Texas though. It's like outside Austin. I, I'm not honestly okay. sure. It's like another. I think it's like another 30 minutes past where the Liftons live. So okay, like an gotcha. hour or so away. But I can't. I can't remember the name of the town. Mm-hmm. It's local, but it's not like yeah. in Austin. Oh man, so fucking excited for them. I wish that I could be there with you guys, but I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm for super sure. excited to go cheer them on. Um, so yeah, that's coming up this weekend. And otherwise, I'm trying to just relax this month um, up until you yes. know the holiday and just chill, which the holidays are what we're here to chit chat about, as we said. Yes, for sure. For sure. I think obviously, you know, every time it rolls around, like this time of year, you're going to have a lot of content out there from fitness coaches, health coaches, whatever it may be talking to you about like what you should and shouldn't be doing during the holidays. And the holidays can really feel like a stressful time for a lot of people. And that's something that we don't want you to have to feel like, right? We want you to feel confident. We want you to feel your most prepared going into the holidays. So we are here to talk with y'all today about how to maintain and not gain during the holidays, because we know that maintenance is a win. So we're just kind of going to walk you through, you know, how should we handle the holidays and give you some tips and tricks in order to be able to manage the season a little bit better. Um, And so I think the very first thing that we should start out with is just simply talking about the fact that we should be utilizing this period of time to maintain the progress that we've already made. I think that a lot of people really make a mistake when they're really, really trying to push for fat loss or when they're getting in their head thinking that, you know, they have to make all of this progress throughout the holiday season. Because here's the thing is that we know that, you know, if you're like the majority of the population, you've probably been dieting unless you're like one of our clients for the majority of your life, right? And you've probably never actually taken the time to truly eat enough and eat at maintenance. And so this can be a wonderful time, you know, November, December, the beginning of January with, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, any other holidays that you might um, participate in and observe as well to utilize this time to maybe take some extra rest from the gym because maybe you will be traveling a little bit more. And we're also probably going to have some higher calorie days throughout this time period. So it's really, really important to utilize this time as a maintenance period where, hey, we can start to work our calories up. We can start to eat around maintenance. That way we can really prime ourselves for a solid fat loss phase going into the new year. And like, we always talk about this. This is the importance of nutrition periodization, you know? And yes, while some of our clients might be in a fat loss phase during this time, which we'll get to, the majority of our clients were going to keep in a maintenance phase. And I know that Kylie, you're the same way. Yeah. And I think another thing that a lot of people steer the wrong direction, I can't words to, um, is when you're talking about like a lot of people are constantly dieting and they try to just do that. I think what also happens though, is we see a lot of people through the holiday season that just don't do anything or right. they kind of go balls to the wall because they've been constantly dieting. Um, or, and then they just kind of like take this time as like, Oh, I earned this or like through the holidays and like, you yep. absolutely should be able to enjoy it. But then they're like confused and frustrated whenever they get to the you know new year. And now they've put back on all this weight that they lost maybe in an unhealthy way, or they have just like, you know, they don't feel good or, you know, they've, they've rebounded or whatever it may be because they didn't have, like you said, any kind of like periodized approach. They didn't have any kind of system. So it's like either Mm -hmm. you don't make any changes and you're waiting to start. And so then you have to start the new year in a place that's worse than where you are going into the holidays. Or you have been busting your ass up until the holidays and then you just like undid a lot of that work in that time frame. And it doesn't have to be one way or the other. I think that's what's really confusing for a lot of people is it feels like it's either like stick to a diet and like don't have anything or it's like go crazy. And you, it's like, I feel like you feel like you either have to sacrifice enjoying the holidays or keep your body. And that's just not true. Right, right. And that is where also we can tie in like, 
That's where also the beauty of having a coach during this time comes in as well. I know that we talked a lot about this on our podcast on our like holiday episode last year, but you know, a lot of people are going to hold off. You know, the one of the most common things that we hear is I'm just going to wait until after the holidays. Things are too crazy. I don't feel like it's worth it. That's a question that I'll often get a lot of times is, hey, do you think it's even worth it for me to sign up with you right now? Absolutely. If anything, now is a better time to start with a coach versus the new year. Because guess what? Whenever you get to the new year again, you're going to be in that space where you're like so overwhelmed. You're probably going to feel like, oh my God, I just gained all of this weight. Now I feel like I have to crash diet. And maybe I just spent like a ton of money on the holidays. Maybe I should just wait, try it on my own, do this new year's resolution. You're going to kind of fall into that trap of, okay, I'll just figure this out on my own. But it is so important to start with a coach now, if you can, because again, we can set you up for a successful maintenance phase. We can use those extra calories and help you to create a flexible holiday schedule for yourself so that you actually can enjoy those holiday events and those meals with family and everything like that and still make progress. Like we can help you utilize those calories toward building extra muscle. We can help help you, you know, plan out your workout days and your rest days so that we are again priming our metabolism, our hormones for a really successful fat loss phase come January 1st. And I think that people are just constantly waiting for like the quote unquote right time. And they don't feel like the holidays are the right time again, because like you said, a lot of those people are in that all or nothing mindset and they feel like they, they are just going to like blow everything during this time. But again, that's the beauty of having a coach because we are here to help you not blow it. We're here to help you get out of that all or nothing mindset. Yeah. And I also think it's really important to remember that, especially if you're someone who hasn't worked with a coach before, or like this kind of approach is new to you much of when I, when, especially for my clientele, and I know this is pretty similar for you is a learning process. Like we're working on a lot of like basic habits. We're not cutting you right away anyways, almost never. And so, you know, we're working on a lot of those foundational habits. It's a lot of learning. It's a lot of trial and error. Like for me, it's often like a month before, I mean, the way I've talked about this before, but the way like C180 drips things anyways, I don't even give you macros until three weeks in. So like, right. you know, that's, you know, there's a lot of like learning period there. That's like a month before you're even probably really like routinely hitting those goals. So like, why not use, this is actually the best time of the year to do that and practice that learning and just like absorb the information, get some of these basic habits that are also going to help you mitigate. Because as much as we like view the holidays as this like joyful time. They're also really stressful for a lot of people and have a lot more demands on your schedule. Mm -hmm. There's like money things, like all this stuff. So we can help you better, you know, sleep better, mitigate your stress better. Like just navigate the holidays as a whole better for your own like well being, And Mm -hmm. you're going to be set up for success then that whenever we get to January, rather than starting with us then and having to go through this process before you're allowed to cut, we're putting you closer because everyone gets to the beginning of the new year and they want to diet. And so why not take those two months that, that, you know, we're probably going to make you need two to three months, at least that we always talk about starting out with a health phase, like Mm -hmm. at minimum, why not start that now? And then you're closer in January to being able to diet, which is what you want to do. Like, so it really, honestly, I like, I know you guys probably hear a lot of this stuff, like marketed at you. And it feels like it's just an attempt to like, sell you because like the holidays are, you know, whatever, but it really, it really is actually in your best interest. Like this is the best possible time to have that trial and error and to like focus on a health phase. Like I said, that most good coaches are going to make you do first anyways. Yeah. And what better time to learn how to enjoy food and Mm -hmm. regulate those like mental thoughts around food than at these holiday activities. And, you know, I made a post about this this week with, you know, talking about, is it worth it? Um, Mm -hmm. because we look at that as like, oh, well, there have these events coming up. If we look at Thanksgiving, Christmas and new year's, that's three days. I'm a little bit more realistic than that. I'm also understanding of, you're going to have some friend get togethers. You're going to have some other family parties. Some of y'all 
raise your hands, kids of divorce, shit like that. You probably have like six parties to go to. Like, oh my I, God, it's have, so stressful. Have, yeah, like you have divorced parents and a significant other. That's four fucking parties. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'm not naive enough. I'm not going to be one of those coaches. You're not bodybuilders, most of you listening to this. Like, I'm not going to be like, it's three days. I know it's more than three days. No, it's but probably 10 days within the span yes. of like 60 days. Exactly. And I did that math for my post and I was like, this is less, this is, it was like 8%, it was less than 10% of that yeah. time frame. Yeah. And what do we always tell you guys? It takes 80 to 90% consistency. Yeah. So yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's fine. Like, cause realistically, I feel like we put all this crazy pressure on that, but like most mm-hmm. of you all, if we're going to get real about this are missing 10 days within a two month span, a lot of times anyways, for your mm-hmm. other social events, but yeah. we put this holiday time on a pedestal and that's a that halo around you. it. Yeah, yeah. We can help you work through that too. Or it's like, it shouldn't be about, it doesn't have to be about the food. And like, t- trust me, we all get right. amped about holiday food. You're allowed to be excited about it. We're not shaming that, but the pressure that you put on yourself to not live a healthy lifestyle because of like five to 10 days that there's going to be like good food there. Like you have to really sit with that and like, understand that that's not any different than any other social gathering that you go to. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that that's a really good way to transition into like talking a little bit about like the halo that people put on holiday food and like they just again they do look at it as like this extreme thing and here's the thing that I really want you guys to understand too is that like there are absolutely foods around the holidays that you can't have at other times of the year like maybe your grandma makes her famous pie or, you know, your mom makes her famous stuffing or whatever it may be. And they're not making those things at other times of the years. Or maybe you have some cultural traditions, cultural foods that, you know, you enjoy with your family during this time. That is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. But also a lot of the time, the other foods that are, you know, like involved in like a Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, whatever it may be, even like the candies, you know, chocolates, all that kind of stuff. Like these things are, you know, available year round. Right. Mm-hmm. But we put this pet, we, we put this, them on this pedestal because again, they have like the pretty Christmas packaging and they're surrounding all of the holiday parties and all of that kind of stuff. And I was just ca- kind of talking about this with Halloween as well, because it's like Halloween candy is avail- available year round. But again, we put this halo over it. So yeah, I think it's really size candy all year round. Right, right. And like, yeah, sure. Like the, again, like we always talk about this Reese's shapes are superior. Okay. But even that now they've made a shape for every fucking season. For every season. Reese's. I saw Reese's footballs the other day. Yep, exactly. So they made it, they made it. So we have them all (laughs) for sure. For sure. So yeah. And it's, I think it's just really, really important to understand that Again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And we are here to help you get out of that mindset. We're here to help you see that you absolutely can enjoy these things and focus on them with balance while also, you know, still reaching your goals and still setting yourself up for a really, really successful, you know, future fat loss phase. Or maybe your goal wasn't even fat loss. Maybe you're just simply trying to build these healthier habits. Again, this is a wonderful time to practice those things. So I definitely don't want anybody to feel like, oh, you know, because this food is available all year round, I, you know, can't indulge on it or whatever it may be. Because again, like I said, some of these foods that you're having with family and friends and different things, they might not be available year round, but a lot of them are. And again, it's just about, like I always say, getting picky and choosy with our yeses and our noes. Um, and really understanding, like Kylie said, like it's pretty much less than 10% of the holiday season that you're actually having these foods. Um, and so I think that's really important to remember for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think one thing that we should discuss though too is for our clients or anybody who is actually in a fat loss phase right now, how should they go about handling the holidays? Because guess what? Your girl's going to be dieting through the holidays, right? Like I've been dieting since the end of June. My fat loss phase definitely isn't going to be over anytime soon. Um, So I am preparing to diet through the holidays. So what are, you know, kind of the key takeaways there? So first of all, I want us to remember that maintenance is a win, no matter what. Even if you are in a fat loss phase and you don't lose a ton of fat during this two month span, 
you maintaining that weight loss that you've made or the progress that you've made in all other areas of your life is absolutely a win. Um, and that's really our goal throughout the holidays. But if we are in a fat loss phase, usually what we're going to do for those clients. And again, like, I'll be honest with y'all, unless my client was already previously in a fat loss phase and we're kind of like getting close, like I have a few clients who are getting close to being ready to go into a fat loss phase. I've told all of them, listen, I'm not putting you in a fat loss phase until January because every single time a client tries to start a fat loss during the holidays, they literally like two weeks in, they're like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So I'm just, I'm realistic with them and I want to give them that flexibility and it never hurts to take a little bit more rest and eat a little bit more before a dieting phase. But we really want to focus on, you know, if we've been dieting for a while, maybe we haven't taken a diet break or a refeed or whatever it may be. Maybe you utilize this time to do just that. So with a diet break, that's normally going to look like anywhere from like seven to 14 days or longer of like bringing our calories back up to our new maintenance. And it's also really important to remember that after you've been dieting, your maintenance is not where it was before you started dieting. It's probably going to be a little bit lower than that. So again, working with a coach is really helpful here. Um, but bringing those calories back up to a new maintenance. So like, for example, maybe you're thinking of like Christmas, like maybe from, you know, Christmas Eve to like January 1st, whatever it may be, maybe you do a week long diet break there and you give yourself a little bit more flexibility or maybe around Thanksgiving, you know, for me, like, I'm, I know that I'm going to be going out Thanksgiving Eve. Like that's like my class reunion night and good old Tyra and PA. No, I'm going to be going out. I'm going to be having Thanksgiving day dinner. And I'm probably going to have Thanksgiving dinner with Kevin's family and my dad's as well. So that's like three days at Thanksgiving for me. So there, that might be a good place to add in a refeed. And we know that, you know, a refeed is usually anywhere from like two to three days back to back of a higher carb bump or higher calorie days, right? And again, these things are really, really helpful because we know whenever we're dieting, the metabolism adapts, right? And so having these higher calorie days, having extra carbohydrates in our diet, all of those different things, this can help to upregulate important hormones like thyroid hormone, leptin, which um, does play a role in our metabolism as well. And it can help to mitigate some of those negative adaptations of dieting. So that's pretty much how I will go ahead with handling my clients who are dieting during the holidays. And again, this is going to look different for every single person, depending on what their plans are, when they have events, all of that good stuff, you know? Right. So that's just important to know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think one of the only things that I would add on to that is that for some clients, this might be a potential time, which it's similar to kind of what you were saying in terms of like how you're handling it for your own fat mm -hmm. loss phase that this can, if you're somebody who has like, like you've been working with us for a while, or like, you're just a client that comes in with like a really good, like mentality around food already. This isn't necessarily a time that you can't diet. If you are, have done the work to get there and right. we can use some of those events at, cause it's one of those things that it's going to kind of balance out then versus someone who, you know, cause like we've talked about this before, if you're like in a maintenance phase, and then if we're like going wild on those events that can still cause some of those issues. So it's really about sure. like that balance and where that mindset is. So if you're someone who's in a diet phase, it, you're just going to be a little bit more mindful at those events, but still enjoy yourself. Those can kind of even stand alone. As like you said, you have those three days in a row. It's like a two to three day refeed. Like, right. If, yeah. And that's going to balance out with like that deficit you're in the rest of the week. It's just mm -hmm. that what we are kind of speaking to is that most people, and especially if you're like newer clients, or if you're just someone that this is still something that's a challenge for you, most people like aren't good around that diet mindset around it because restricting yourself or being, which like, again, with our clients, when you're in a deficit, we still don't want them like quote unquote restricting themselves. Um, mm -hmm. but if you are, if you've been in a deficit for a long time or you're in a deficit, a lot of people that's still tough. I mean, that's still tough for me. If I'm in a deficit, if I get to an event like that to not go a little crazy. Right. So right. it's one of those things that that's just like being aware that if your coach, you know, myself care, or if you're working with another coach does advise you against it, it's not because they're trying to push you off or like keep you on their roster past like January, like any of those things, it's because we're genuinely trying to have your best interests at heart. And that we're also mm -hmm. trying to think of like your mental state around food, because like we said, a lot of people already put this like holiday celebration on a pedestal when it comes to food and things like that. And if we are, if we are also in a deficit, it's only going to heighten that. Yeah. Like it's going to heighten how, I always get this word, right. So wrong. So I'm not even gonna try to say it. What is it? Pal 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 palatable? Palatable? 
palatable palatable how palatable foods seem is that even right does that even make sense I don't know why I had to go that direction I could have just been how delicious I don't know I just felt like <laughs> how fancy. anyways it's going to just make them seem even more enticing right we talk about this all the time with like we joke with Josh and Alexa we talked about when I'm in prep like when you're in like that deep of a deficit it's like shut stuff that I thought was like insanely good other people would be like this doesn't even it's not even that sweet and you would be like right you're using stevia and something like oh my god this is like candy and other yes. people are like other people are like gross <laughs> like, yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. Like, if, yep. it's gonna make you like even you're gonna get to these decadent foods and they're gonna be mm. they're gonna be hitting even more different so that's why I think mentally it just makes more <laughs> I feel like that's just why it makes even even more sense to just stay in that maintenance phase because it's going to keep your right. mind more level. I don't yeah. know if that made sense. Like, I feel like it does. we're probably repeating ourselves, but I just, I think, I think staying in a maintenance phase during the holidays has a lot more to do with helping your mindset around food than it does with your physique. I 100% agree with that for sure. And it, it allows us to pull back from that all or nothing thinking and like tr- having to feel like, you know, we're going all in on these events and like, we're just completely indulging, overeating, binging, all of that kind of stuff. So I would 100% agree with that. And I also, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. I just, I also want to clarify too, because I think we've done episodes on this before. So if you Mm want to know which ones, like please message us, or if you want to be directed to that, but I still think there's confusion sometimes when we talk about like staying in that maintenance, because I don't want people listening to this to be like, oh, well, we're not going to be in a dieting phase and stuff. That's reiterating the idea of like, why be with a coach now or why like do anything like, remember Mm -hmm. that like being in your maintenance is not just like not dieting. That's still structure. There's still, you're still following a plan. You're still eating a consistent amount of calories a day. They're Mm -hmm. just not a lower amount of calories. And most of most people that are not working with someone don't know actually what their maintenance should be or yeah. are not there. So I just want to clarify that too, because I think a lot of times when we talk about this, like, Oh, like we're not going to be putting you in a diet. And like, we want you to have this, like people are like, Oh, well then there it's like self self. What's the word? No, like it's like, it's like validating. It's reaffirming. It's like reaffirming uh-huh. their narrative of like, why work with a coach right now? If they're not going to be right. dieting me anyways, if we're not going to be making any changes anyways, but right. it's going to be somebody that can like help you stay consistent, help you stay in that range of where you should be, help you mm-hmm. navigate those holidays more efficiently, and then be in a better place to evaluate like, okay, now we know how your body responded to this and what to do in the fat loss phase in the new year. Yep. Yep. And kind of going back to that point as well is like, if you're somebody who thinks you don't need to work with a coach because you're like, Oh, I'll just stay in maintenance. If you're somebody who's, who has never had a good idea of like actually how much you need to be eating, you might be telling yourself, Oh, I'm just staying in maintenance for the holidays, but you might be eating like 1400 calories. And so then you're like going to be kicking yourself whenever you, if you do choose to start with a coach during the new year and you're like, Oh crap, I thought I was at maintenance, but I'm eating 1400 calories. So now I have a pretty long journey ahead of me to reverse diet and get up to where my true maintenance should have been, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's really important. And, you know, this, all of this kind of just ties back into like actually having a plan for your holidays. And, you know, we say this all the time, but like fail to plan, plan to fail and not planning is literally the number one reason why people do not reach their goals. Right. And so I think one of the really big things that anybody can do to make this holiday season a lot easier for themselves is having a plan when you're going into obviously the season itself, but also going into events. So whether or not you work with a coach, this is something that you can do for yourself. So like one, getting picky with your yeses and your nose and asking yourself, how do I want to approach this event? Do I want to track at it? Do I maybe want to follow a range of calories and a minimum protein goal? Or do I want to just simply go into this in an intuitive eating way and be a little bit more balanced and not track? And again, this is obviously going to depend on what phase of, you know, your journey you're in, but it's also going to depend on, you know, what events do we have coming up? Like, I think a lot of people just kind of like, fly by the seat of their pants whenever it comes to certain events. And again, if you are wanting to make a change to your physique, to your health, all of these different things, it's going to take an air of planning ahead of time. It's going to take a little bit of extra work and scheduling out and understanding, okay, if I have XYZ events coming up, maybe I have a holiday party coming up at work, and then I have a family party that I 
that I love and that I know, like, I want to have some drinks and I really want to indulge. And then maybe like I have a dinner plan with a friend or whatever it may be. Okay, let's go ahead and look at those events and ask ourselves, what are the ones that we know that we can be a little bit more flexible for, right? What are the ones that we know that we probably don't want to track for, that we probably are going to have a little bit more alcohol for, and then go from there. Maybe you have a good amount of extra calories and a bit more alcohol at a family party on a Friday night, and then you have an event on Saturday. So maybe that Saturday, you choose to track for that event. Maybe you do choose the healthier option, and maybe you don't choose to drink, or you only choose to have one drink, right? Again, getting picky with your yeses and your nose and asking yourself, like, what is actually going to be worth it for me? And not saying worth it in the sense of this is worth it. So I'm going to overindulge and binge at this event. I'm just saying worth it in the sense that like, I don't want to have to worry about my fitness. Pal. I don't want to have to worry about tracking and like, what's going to be the easiest for me. A lot of my clients, because they do have like such a good relationship with like tracking and, you know, food and all of that kind of stuff now, because we've worked together for so long, a lot of them will choose to go with like a range of calories and a minimum protein goal for events because that makes them feel their best. But like, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't want you tracking on Christmas day. I don't want you tracking on Thanksgiving. Like I do not want you worrying about that stuff. I want you to be present with your family and the ones that you love. But again, if we have a holiday event every single weekend of December, what are the ones that we need to be more flexible for? What are the ones that we need to be more strict for? You know, like planning for that is huge. I agree. For yeah, sure, for sure. Covered that perfectly. Perfect. Um, you know, I think another really big thing, and this is something that I I kind of like have a few clients in mind whenever I think about these, whenever I think about this topic, is like checking your mindset literally before you're going into the holiday season and into any event. I think a lot of people out there who are like type A perfectionist kind of clients who always want to be on top of things. Or even if you're not a client, if you're just somebody who's like, I want to be on top of my goals. I want to be on top of my health and fitness. A lot of times they start to get overwhelmed and worried before even going into an event. And like, I have one client in particular in mind whenever I think about this, but she oftentimes will like give herself anxiety, like two, three weeks before the event. And she's like, I'm just worrying about this. Like I'm worried that I'm going to mess up or like, things are going to go overboard, whatever it may yeah. be, whenever we know that like, she's been successful through literally, she went through a wedding, she's, she's going on a honeymoon now, like bachelorette, she's, she's been doing so many different things. And she's been right. so successful through all those things. And she tends to convince herself that she's gonna fuck up. Right. And so mm-hmm. you have to flip your mindset before you even go into the season before you even go into these events, and tell yourself that you know how to handle this. You have the skills and the confidence to do this. But if you're telling yourself that this is going to be a shit show and that you're going to binge on everything, then you sure as shit will. Like your path of action is going to follow your mind. 100%. Absolutely. I think that uh, I... I can empathize with that so much too, because I hey, have definitely same. been there and mm-hmm. that is a really, it's really tough and it shows how much you care about this and especially like your commitment to the coaching and stuff too. So I don't want anyone to feel bad for like having no. those feelings. Cause like that client clearly just wants to succeed and do well, but it's, it's like, we always talk about at what point this, like, we can't, we don't want you to sacrifice your like quality of life and like enjoyment of life for this and for your physicals. Like, it's not like, you know, if, if you are going through a health phase or anything like that too, like it shouldn't cause you to have like that much anxiety around it. And that's like what we're trying to eliminate. Like, we want you to prioritize it in that way. So like, that's amazing that you care about it so mm-hmm. much, but like you, you have to have some like just self-trust in it too and trust right. in, like, in your coach. And if you're upfront and like letting them know like that this event is coming and like sharing those feelings, your coach is going to help you formulate a plan, like leave the stress and the worry to us. That's our job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. 100%. You know, I think, I think that's something that used to, was always reiterated to me as a client that was really helpful too, is like, there's no point in like, as long as I'm honestly communicating with my coach about what's going on, they're, they're going to hold that stress. They're going to find the plan. They're going to make sure all I have to do is follow whatever it is they ask me to. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of clients put that pressure on themselves. And it's so funny. I was just having that same conversation with somebody yesterday. I was like, you leave the stressing up to me. And it's not even like your coach is stressing, but like, they're going to take on that burden for you and they're going to come up with a plan for you. And Mm -hmm. so 
this is just a kind of a reminder for people who do have those kind of thoughts and everything like that. It's just like, also look at how many things that you've been successful with in the past. I think it's really important to reflect on like Mm -hmm. a lot of times we can say to ourselves, well, that was then, and this is now like this time's going to be different, but it really might not be that different, right? Because you've been successful and you've handled things with confidence and the skills that you've built so many other times in the past and you've gotten through these events and you know even if you know you did go off the rails or like you binged one time or whatever it may be maybe you're able to look back and reflect and say okay what can I do differently this time around you know so like you're capable for sure yep you took the words right out of my mouth I was gonna say and if you flip that script that if you know you didn't handle it well in the past now you have you still have data to show you like what went wrong last time and how we can adjust from that moving forward so yeah 100% for sure. Um, You know, I think it'll be helpful to give you guys just some like obviously applicable tips too. And like some of the basic things, which obviously this is just really going to be like a, a reiteration of everything that we always talk about in terms of like, what are the basics that we can really be focusing on during this time? Because like Kylie said, whenever we're focusing on like maintaining during the holidays, there's still structure here. There's still a lot of different things that we can work on during this time. And something, you know, kind of going on a different tangent here that I do want to remind you guys as well is I think that some people kind of tend to get discouraged during the holidays because they don't, they don't really feel like they're working towards something whenever they're Mm -hmm. like in a maintenance phase. And this goes to toward any time of year. So one thing that can be really, really important here is really starting to put an emphasis on like building muscle and our training sessions in the gym and utilizing those extra calories as fuel, like really, really making sure that like you're sending training videos to your coach or you're assessing your own training videos and you are getting stronger and you are improving in the gym. And obviously like with the chaos and everything of like, you know, Uh, the holidays and like having the events and everything like that, it's going to be really important to prioritize those workouts as well. And I think it's just really, really important to remember that like you are still working towards something. Like we kind of said before, it's like just because you're in a maintenance phase doesn't mean that you're not doing anything because there are so many huge wins that can be built in this phase. Yeah. And I always ask people, this is something I've been having a conversation with a lot of clients about lately is I think sometimes we've, we've addressed this many times. Like we often look at folks focus so hard on like what's ahead or like where we're trying to go. And we don't acknowledge how far we have come. And Mm -hmm. some of those habits, like those basic things, like paying more attention to just like portions or like making this one choice over the other, or like drinking the amount of water you should be in a day or like taking that walk. Like those are all things that like for a lot of clients, if they think back to when they started, they had such a hard time getting those Mm -hmm. habits down. And now those have become second nature. It's just something that runs in the background of their life, which is fantastic. Like, you know, it's one of those things I can say, like we, we both talked really candidly about our struggles here. And when I went through a couple months last year where I wasn't doing shit, I was still taking my morning walk. I was still drinking enough water. It was two fucking things, but I was doing it. And it's like one of those things that it's like, we, you know, I'll have clients who have a bad week or they struggle and then they like have nothing to list on their victory. And I have to bring them back to those things sometimes and be like, Hey, when we started three months ago, six months ago, two weeks ago, whatever it is, you, Mm -hmm. this is something that you weren't doing. And now it's so second nature. You can't even list it as a victory when it used to be in your goals every week. Right. You know, like, I think that's, I think people forget about that. And so like through the holidays, it's like, in the past in holidays, were you paying attention to that? Did you take a walk Thanksgiving morning to help with your digestion? Did you go take a walk after your dinner? Were you hydrating enough to help with a little bit of extra bloating? Were you paying attention to like what you mixed with your alcohol to not have all that sugar set in? Like, did you do those things before? Because even if you didn't hit your macros or get to the gym, like those things still count. And honestly, in the long run, those things count more. Like those are habits that like, once you eventually all switch into a time period where you one day won't track or won't do those things, like those are all those habits that are just going to be foundational that are going to help keep you on track. And I think that people lose sight of that so easily. Oh my gosh. It's so, so true. It's like, you were once planning to like hit these goals and these were goals that were so hard to hit for you. And now it's like, you don't even think about them because they're second nature. And that is something to be so proud of. So Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that you brought that up. And, you know, that is a good segue into like all of the simple little things that we can focus on and like the basics that we can focus on 
to make sure that like we are feeling our best throughout these holiday events and everything like that. And again, I think that people just don't think that much of these things because they seem so simple. But again, like we always say, this, the simple things like or the easiest things are you know, the the things that people have the most difficult time doing, right? Because like, because they're simple, they feel like they're not going to like amount to much, but they will. So making sure that, you know, we're doing things like having enough protein at each meal. Like if you're going to a holiday event, a holiday dinner, whatever it may be, maybe it's at night, waking up that morning and having a really protein filled breakfast, getting, trying to get in some sort of fiber, making sure that we are hydrating throughout the day. Like that is going to be so huge. That water intake is going to make such a huge difference, especially when we're eating a lot of different foods that are probably higher in sodium. We're already going to be retaining some water. And we know that when we're dehydrated, we retain more water on top of that, right? So really, really important for us to drink enough water. And just, again, like thinking about building our meals, right? Like we want you to, we want you to have all the goods. Like at Thanksgiving, baby, I'm eating everything, right? But again, we can also control like the portions of the things that we eat, right? Like maybe taking a little bit of a bigger portion of like turkey or ham. Okay, real question here, turkey or ham. I'm a ham It's turkey for me. It's turkey for me. That's right, you are turkey girl. I I don't really like, like, I don't like ham that much. I'll eat it if it's there, but like I would rather is it not. Is a texture eat ham. thing? I think it's like rubbery. I I understand that, but like fuck, honey ham, ham is, is so good. Like I don't mind like like it's not my favorite, but I'll eat like a deli turkey ham and stuff. But like Christmas okay. and Thanksgiving ham, it's just like it ain't it for me. I mean, oh, I'm not even. I don't get like hype on the turkey either. I think it's good. Me either. It's, like, I mean, I'll eat it, but like I would just I would rather have turkey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a ham girly through and through, but either way, you know, like giving yourself a bigger portion of protein and then building your plate around that, right? Like making sure that you get some sort of veggie on there, then a starch. And again, like if it comes to desserts, whatever it may be, cakes, cookies, whatever, really (laughs) kind of swatting at something. Are you swatting at Tonks? She's like about to take down a plant. <laughs> go get her, girl. Go get her. I, I'll hold down the fort. Um, <laughs> She's like climbing this window plant, and I was like waiting on it to just like fall down. Oh my god! I'm dead. Okay, dead. sorry. But even whenever it comes, you're good. You're good. Even whenever it comes to like desserts and stuff too, I think that's a really big thing that a lot of people struggle with is like having the extra sweets around the house, having the extra desserts around the house, and like not knowing what to go for whenever there's so many options. But again, like take a minute, like pause and kind of assess and ask yourself, okay, like, what do I really genuinely want here? Like, am I reaching for things just because everyone else is taking every single cookie on the cookie table? Do I actually want all of these? What are the things that I'm truly craving right now? Like what sounds good to me right now? What textures sound good to me? What flavors sound good to me? You know, what colors look good to me? All of those kind of things. Like that matters whenever we're thinking about like, the sweets and the cookies and and desserts and all that kind of stuff. And like, it's also okay to share these things as well, you know, or like if you have some Christmas cookies lying around the house and you really want one, like add it as a part of a balanced meal, add a source of of protein and fiber to it and make it a balanced meal for yourself. You know, like we're all about addition here, you know, like what can I add to this to make this more balanced to help balance blood sugar, to help me feel better um, rather than feeling like, oh, I just can't have that at all, you know? Yeah. Another little hack for when you're at parties too, because I used to fall so victim to this. And when it comes to like all the like snacky type foods that are out all day, cause that, you, that gets me like, it's, it's not even the meal. Yeah. It's like a lot of times it gets to the meal. I'm not even hungry because there's all the like foods that are just sitting out. First of all, yeah. there's usually a veggie tray. Go get some of that. Um, yeah. but like put those little snack appetizer type foods, finger foods, get a plate and put that on the fucking plate and go sit down. Like do not stand at the table and just eat because I, that, that will, that will get you. Like if you just stand by the table with the chips and the salsa and all that stuff, like you will just mindlessly eat it. Like, cause it's so easy to stand there and like socialize and be like eating those types of foods. And I would do that so, so much. And it makes such a difference to like 
put a portion that you want, even if it's like a bigger, it seems like a big portion. It's probably less than it would be if you stood there for 20 minutes talking to someone. So put it on your plate and go sit down. And then even if you decide like, Oh, I wanted more of that. It's more of a conscious decision to like get up and go get it. And if you want decide that you want that second amount, that's fine. But then you're making that conscious decision rather than it just being mindless. Yeah, that's so true. I love utilizing that. And you, again, it's so simple, but like people don't think of these things. I literally remember having this conversation with my client last year at Christmas. And she, that is exactly what she struggled with. She's like, I struggle with all of the snacks being out constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get a plate, sit down. And she was like, holy shit, I'm mind blown. Like normally I do. I know, like, I'm like, it's the simplest thing. Well, it was right. something that like, I mean, I'll call myself out. Like I didn't, I didn't have after, I mean, I struggled both times, honestly, um, just with the, the severity of it. But with my very first uh, competition I did like way back in 2018, I, that was really tough because I came out, I competed on like, actually like this week, two years ago. So it was like two yeah. weeks before the holidays. Yeah, and that's, that's such a terrible time to be trying to reverse. Like people like, oh. like Josh and Lex are going to crush it. Like people who are just like in that pro bodybuilding mindset, like, like they're like, but like for me, I was so new to it. And like, I, like I said, I went into that year where like nine months prior, I had a terrible relationship with food before I started, you know? And so coming out of that show and going straight into the holidays, I remember being at a Christmas party that my mom threw. And I remember my boyfriend coming in and being like, you have literally not left this cheese table for an hour. <laughs> like I just, I was standing, yeah. like, I was talking, I was t- socializing with whoever came up to the cheese table. Like I was not yeah. even <laughs> with conversation. Yeah. And I was literally like, and like, he wasn't even trying to shame me. Actually. He was just like, where have you been? Like, yeah. Like, where have you been? And I was I've like, been and, I the and I like looked down and I was like, oh my God, I have no idea how much of this I've eaten. And I was just like, yeah. and I, I literally like, it was like, I took me being pulled out of that to actually realize that I was like feeling sick even like, I was like, oh yes. my God, like I've just yeah. been here like shoveling this in my mouth. So that was like a really huge moment for me where I took that home and I was like, okay. Then I like had another holiday party, like two or three weeks later. And I like got a plate and sat down and I was like, wow, revolutionary. So like, I know it sounds stupid when we give like <laughs> yeah. that kind of basic advice, but like, it really is something you just don't think about. Mm-mm. now and just like making sure that you're taking like the socializing away from the snack yeah. tables and dessert tables is so just, freaking huge I just like to share those kind of things too because I want our clients to know that like when we give that advice the reason we have that advice to give is because we have been there we have the experience like, like, like that's why it's not because we're like, yes. I'm not like preaching or being like shaming you for doing that it's because I have done it and yes. I've learned <laughs> and yes that's so true it's funny because I was I was talking to our friend Risa who we've had on the podcast here yesterday and she kind of asked me how I was going to handle um you know the holidays and everything and I'm like honestly I'm not worried about it at all even with being in a fat loss phase and like I know I said this last year too but like these last two years are like genuinely the most balanced I've ever been with the holidays in my life like I physically remember having so much anxiety going home for the holidays because I knew that I was going to binge. I knew that I was going to come out of those things like five, six pounds up because I just went so freaking ham. And like, again, I had that halo around the holidays. And so like, we do give you this advice because we have the experience and we know how difficult it can be to come out of that as well. But it is possible, you know? And so, yeah, just like really making sure that you're focusing on those basics. Again, like Kylie said, like getting in movement, the day of meals, like going for a morning walk, the day, you know, of Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it may be. Again, we know that movement helps with motility. So that's really going to help with digestion. Um, And especially like if you're somebody who's traveling and stuff like that, you know, bring snacks with you, like be a little bit prepared, bring easy things like, you know, fruit and beef jerky and protein bars and nuts and seeds and tuna packets and, you know, different like high protein fibrous things that you can just like throw in a little lunch pail and take with you on the road. Um, I also know a lot of people kind of like struggle too with like getting in their workouts around that time as well, whenever they're traveling, because they're like, well, I'm going to be at home. Like, I don't really want to get like a gym membership, like to my gym back at home, whatever it may be. So like, if you're traveling somewhere, kind of scope it out and see like, what does a guest pass to your gym look like? Do you have access to workout equipment at home? Or do you just simply want to do some body weight workouts, right? And like, don't pressure yourself to stick to your exact routine. What, whatever we can get in is honestly, probably so much better than what you did before. Like if there's anything 
that all of my clients tell me around the holidays. It's like, I know that I'm not going to be perfect. I know that I'm probably not going to lose much weight, but I am going to stick to these habits and maintain. And that's more than I've ever done in my entire life. Exactly. And it's one of those things too, that like, again, it's a win. Like if you get, there's been holiday trips where I've taken and you have the intent of training and it's like at home gyms and then stuff just gets crazy. And it's like, if you even are just hitting like your step goal during that time frame, like if it's just a couple days, it's not that big of a deal. Like I tell clients that all the time, like if you're going to go for like a long weekend and it's four days, you miss two days of training, but you are mindful about your eating and walking all of that, like walking all the time, like, yeah, that's a win. That's a win. Yes. It is a huge win. And it's like, yeah, if you're doing like that long, that long weekend type of deal, again, plan ahead, look at your schedule. Can maybe you train four days a week? Can you get in three days of workouts before you leave? Can you get in two days of workouts before you leave at your regular gym? Again, like planning that is so freaking huge. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think like one of the last things that's really important to touch on is, you know, if you are around people who, you know, again, like food is such an important thing, right? Like food isn't just fuel. It is memories and it's tradition and it's delicious. Like I fucking love food. I'm a huge foodie. Right. Um, but again, like reminding yourself that this experience is about a lot more than just food. It is about being able to be present with the people that you love with family and friends. And also If you have family and friends who do food push, who do make you feel shame or guilt around not eating food, that's something that can be really, really difficult to navigate. And my advice to you is try to have somebody in your corner, whether it's like a parent or a sibling or an aunt, whatever it may be, whoever it is, a friend who you can kind of like have with you to maybe like redirect conversations about food or dieting around the holidays or maybe you're going into a situation where you know your family kind of like food pushes a lot you have to set the expectations and boundaries up up front and say listen I am on a really important health journey for myself right now I am creating habits that make me feel really good and this is what I need from you this holiday season I need you to not shame me if I don't want to take the extra slice of pie. I need you to not ask me about what's on my plate. Like guys, like as an RD, I get it. Like I am constantly getting food comments made at me. And so is Kylie as a fitness coach, you know, and it's like setting those expectations and really having those honest conversations about what you need from your family and friends around this time is really, really important because this is something that was a really big struggle for me at first. And now it's like, everybody in my life knows the type of life I live. Like there will be little comments here and there, but it just goes in one ear and out the other anymore. And also like pick and choose your battles because like, it is so not worth it to talk about the latest fad diet. Like, honestly, yeah, dude, it's exhausting. It's also what I'm actually, I actually think this week I've been planning out content the last two days. And I think Mm -hmm. that, um, I'm doing a post on some like tools for like handling that, Um, like things you can say back to people. Um, and we also talked a lot about this in our episode with Emily Shaw, if you guys want to go back to that too. Um, but also I want to just clarify, and this goes for, you can take this anywhere you want. No is a fucking answer. It's a full sentence. No, no, period. period. You do not have to explain yourself. And if they want to ask you, if they want to grill you, you can literally just say, no, thank you. It's yeah. And you do not have to over explain. I do not subscribe to that. I do not subscribe to that. I do not receive that. (laughs) I love it. I do not receive that. always says that. I do not receive that. Actually, I think she just made merch that that. says that. So you can just buy one of Elise Meyer's shirt and wear it to Thanksgiving. I do not receive that. Bro, I'm literally about to do that and just like pull off the shirt. I'm almost positive that she has that now. I think I saw she has like one with a little pocket that says I do not receive that. That is amazing. Everybody needs that for the holidays. Like that's, I just want to be clear too. Like, I feel like we give a lot of these tools and stuff and it is great. I do think, I do think it's always helpful to have a conversation and like upfront and like do those things and set those boundaries. But if you've tried that already and people continue to cross those boundaries, which I know family especially is great at doing just Mm -hmm. honestly, at some point, it's just not worth explaining yourself anymore. It's just, no, you're, you're, if, if you're listening to this, most likely you are an adult and Mm -hmm. you get to, you get to decide what you eat and what you don't eat, what you do and what you don't do. So you're able to just, it can just be as simple as no, because the thing is like, if you weren't dieting or like, they didn't know that. And it was just like, 
you didn't feel that well that day or you're full or like you're tired or just like it's not sitting right like any of those things like that would be acceptable so it should just be acceptable no matter what like you don't have to give an explanation if you don't want to because I do know we work with some people and there's a lot of people out there who are socially anxious who are a little more timid or like you know and I, I often think of like you know, my best friend and I talk about this all the time. She, we always send each other all the TikToks where it's like that one friend that like won't say anything. And it's like the other friend says anything. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm that person that's always just going to be yeah. like, excuse me. <laughs> like, yeah. But not everyone can do that. Like quite literally, I know some of you, it like debilitates you to think about having that conversation or having to stand mm-hmm. up for yourself. So you can literally just say no. Yeah. And that's fine. Yep. It's so fine. I, I find it funny because I think I've definitely talked about this on the podcast before, but like I admire Kevin so much because he has literally taught me so much in even like my relationship with food, just from viewing his relationship with food, because he is a true definition of just like, he eats what he wants. He eats when, like when he wants to. And like, Kevin is going to get sponsored by chocolate milk. Truly. he. Oh my God. This man drinks more chocolate milk than you would. I buy a gallon of milk for this guy. Like every other day. I love it. I'm here for it. But it's, it's just awesome to be able to like also have somebody in your life else in your life who doesn't feel the need to explain themselves, you know? And I think it, it makes it a little bit more difficult when people know that you're on a health and fitness journey, but again, like they know, redirect the conversation, ignore the question, literally, like you don't, again, you don't have to receive that. You don't have to give into that conversation, especially not conversation about dieting and diet culture around the holidays. It's just like, we are all here. We probably haven't seen each other in like how many years we're eating or how many months we're eating amazing food. Like nobody wants to talk about your keto diet ain't Karen. Okay. So just, we got to save it, save it, save it, save it. But yeah, I think that covered things really well. Kai, do you have anything else to add? No, I feel like we have covered a lot. Um, I did just want to add on to, I meant to say it when we were talking about the workout stuff and then we trailed mm-hmm. off, but if you are wanting to just work out at home also and want a little bit more, um, a lot of times there's very affordable, like just resistant band set, resistance band sets For that are sure. easy too. Um, that you can Amazon. get a lot of your work workouts in. Yeah. Check out Amazon. And like, those are just so light and easy to travel with. It's like a really great hack too. Um, Wonderful. So there. um and yeah, we're going to, we're going to, hopefully have that post. I'm going to hopefully have that post about some of the things you can say. And we share this episode. I'll reshare that. We're going to reshare the graph YouTube for you guys. Um, you got to do it. <laughs> you know, I think, I think other than that, just holiday season, just keep streaming midnights and everybody will be fine. Keep streaming midnights, baby. And speaking of which, okay, listen to me, Kylie, I can't we didn't talk about this by the time I know where you're going. Okay, by the time that we record next, we will or will not have Midnight's fucking tickets. Well, the Eras Tour tickets. And thank God. So we have a really special episode coming for you after this one. But we're recording like not on the Tuesday that I would tickets I would drop. Not. And honestly, my, that was such a smart idea. My friend that I buy tickets with, the one of the girls that wants to go to Nashville, like she she takes off work for like I'm literally clear my my entire schedule is cleared on November uh what is it November 15th right yep yeah so also I want to just rewrite because one we believe in manifestation here and two my life depends on it it's not we will or will not have tickets we will have tickets we will have tickets we will have tickets because we will I'm sorry I've been on on my personal IG I've been sharing all the funny that there the Swifty content is endless it's really hilarious so like but I've been sharing every tweet that's just like I'm just letting everyone know if I don't get Eras tickets it's going to be everybody's problem like I I'm going to (laughs) be unbearable and I was like I saw one the other day that was literally like everything, everything will be fine. If I don't get era tickets, except for my entire life is over and in shambles. And I will never speak to anyone again. Literally. And like, honestly, I will be unbearable. So we will actually, if we don't get tickets, there won't even be an episode next week. Cause I will be in shambles. Crying. <laughs> Truly I can't, actually crying. I'm going to cancel on our guests. Like you're going to, you're going to show up and be like, Kylie couldn't make it today. She's grieving. <laughs> I truly think we are going to be good though. She just added more, more tour dates. I have two opportunities to get it. You have rep tour status. Like we're fucking, we're here. We're in it. We're getting the tickets. Here's the thing. If you're listening to this, don't buy tickets. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't fucking buy tickets, okay? Listen, call out, call them out. Who are their names today? (laughs) What two names do we have to tell to not buy tickets and also give us a five-star review? They're not going to give us a review, five-star review if we're telling them not to buy tickets. This is true. This is true. Okay, no, seriously, though. We want everybody to be able to get tickets. I do. And we want everyone to have a great time. 
and here's the reality. The one thing about me is I will not miss a Taylor Swift tour. So I know that I will go to this tour, even if I don't get tickets, the reality is this is to just get tickets at a reasonable fucking price. So I know they set up this whole system. So their scalpers don't get in, but they always do. And then there's always also people who overbuy tickets because they're trying to make sure they go. And then they end up reselling them. And I, so I know that there will be a way for me to get tickets. Like there I've, I've talked to fans that have like not been able to get tickets for like for Reptor. And then they ended up going to shows. Like some people were able to buy tickets like that week, like stuff like that. I know that where there's a will, there's a way. There's a it's will, just, there's it a just way. eases my stress to have them and it helps yes. my bank account. So like, I will be seeing this tour. Yeah. But I'm telling you that if I don't get it the way I want it next week, I will be miserable to be around. That is all. We are going to get it. We are going to get it. Manifestation. That's, that's if- all she wrote. If your name is Shannon <laughs> or, or I can't make it that weird. Um, Shannon or, or Sydney, Claudia, <laughs> Claudia, Shannon or Claudia are two fave girlies in the are world. We, we are such fan girls, but they're both Taylor fans. It felt relevant. They are both Taylor fans and the very Swifties. If your name is Shannon or Claudia, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Don't buy Taylor Swift tickets. Anyway. we know that shannon and claudia are buying taylor swift tickets so my favorite thing is like the people who have been like i felt this deeply to my core because you know my swiftyism runs so much further back of course that was like if you ever made fun of me when i used to tweet or like myspace or anything like that like taylor swift lyrics in high school you better not be ahead of me in the queue like no we all had the taylor swift lyrics on our fucking myspace and we were doing all of the little codes to make it look cool easily I used to, I used to, I'm just, I'm unburdening myself as Claudia would say in this episode. I used Love to it. on in the MySpace days, this is where, how deep I was. I, I was friends with or followed whoever it would be, uh, Abigail Taylor Swift's high school, best friend. Yeah. And remember they were like, they were my, they were my age, right? They're two yep. years older than me. So like, I was like a, a freshman in high school and they were like juniors and it was like new. And so their stuff was still small. And I used to literally like send Abigail private messages all the time, like trying to be her friend. <laughs> like I did, I that is friend so bad so fucking funny she never answered so. you know what but hey you, you know look how far we've come now and again come. all of this to say we will be going to the heiress tour also say so, i deserve it yes <laughs> yes you absolutely do for sure well you guys thank you for thank you for listening to this episode thank you for listening to the graph to the taylor swift talk we left until the end at least so people who are annoyed can have logged out by exactly now. <laughs> exactly and just everything in between and you know if this episode resonates with you if you know somebody who really struggles during the holiday season who needs to hear this please 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 share this with them tag myself kylie the not your quick fix podcast share us on your stories claudia shannon anyone else go leave us a five-star rating and review and we'll be back next week with a special guest for y'all we love you go look at this graph peace